and welcome to episode 171 of Divided by Werewolves. Uh, Mitch was unable to make it this weekend, but we are joined by our always uh, famous and favorite uh, guest host. Y'all know him as Jace Mike C. What's up, brother? What's going on, man? Glad you could you could make it. Um, so you and I uh, watched uh, The Last of Us, the... the the uh, the HBO show. I think we're the only people kind of in our group of friends who watched it. Um, That's a shame. <laughs> we had uh, kind of, I, you know, you had said to me before, hey, if you ever talk about the show, I'd love to come on. And, and I was like, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then just things kind of kept moving and um, kind of the show ended up kind of getting in our rear view. And then I thought, you know, when, when um, you know, Mitch wasn't able to make it this week and I was like, oh, shit, we never talked about the Last of Us, and I really wanted to because, um, you know, I personally went into it. I came out of it 180 from how I went into it. Um, so uh, I appreciate you coming on. It's always uh, it's always a good time when you're with us. Um, so let's let's get into it. Um, okay, so The Last of Us, you know, if if you unless you've been living in a cave, um, was one of the you know, one of the breakout hits on HBO was one of the highest, you know, uh, rated, um, and, and in terms of viewership, uh, one of the most highly viewed, uh, kind of series on HBO in, in quite some time. Um, so written by, uh, you know, Neil Druckmann and, and Craig Mazin, who, and if you, if you watch Chernobyl, I just um, finished that yesterday. Yeah. Which was an absolutely amazing miniseries then you know craig mason's work um, at least for hbo i mean he also worked on like identity thief and the hangover movies but you know chernobyl i feel like is where he really kind of elevated and and like really stepped his game up as a writer because um you know that that series was was phenomenal and um, but i am still speechless after after all that yeah yeah i just uh, I had so many like reactions to it, like while it was going, and then when it was over, I was just like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." It was it was a it was really stellar um, piece of work, and, and it's funny because you know when when as as it was leading up to the premiere um, of the series, The Last of Us, you know, Craig Mazin was kind of basically saying how like you know this is the greatest video game story ever told. And some people were like, ah, oh, come on, man. But, you know, I, I have to say, and I, and I don't agree with him in, in that perspective. Like, I mean, we all have pieces, <laughs> video games that we, we adore or we, we connect to on a, on a, um, uh, narrative level more than others. Um, I think that look as someone looking outside in and then maybe realizing, um, what he could do with it and how he could expand upon it to be more than what the game was. I, it's like, if you look at it from the standpoint of maybe opportunity, I think that it, it offered a lot of opportunity to go beyond what I think what the game got into. And, and, and I think to, to that some degree, and I'm not saying that, this is the only video game story that kind of allowed for that branching out and that expansion of, of opportunities. But I almost wonder if that's part of what he was kind of thinking of when he was talking about it. Yeah. And that's part of, to me, the, him expanding on it, the way they expanded on it, 
is a big part of the reason why it was able to grab the the extra viewers and why it worked so well and how it turned out the way that it did, even yeah. for people that knew the video game. Yeah, because, you know, I, I mean, I remember playing it. Um, we had just moved into our second house in Georgia. Not like we owned two houses, but we at the same time, but like we had moved from our first <laughs> house in Georgia to our second house. And I remember the basement wasn't finished yet. And so I had like a little kind of gaming room set up in this like kind of spare room. And I remember at that, that time, there were three games I remember playing at that time. One was Bioshock Infinite, which I fucking hated. Um, one was Nino Cooney, which I loved. And then one was The Last of Us. And I remember, you know, like kind of playing The Last of Us at the same time that, you know, Walking Dead was was a really big thing. But also at that time, you know, beginning to feel because, you know, um, Left 4 Dead had been, you know, had been a big deal too. You know, but beginning to feel like zombie fatigue, even if even if the zombies in, you know, Last of Us were unique in how they they um, kind of came about. You know, it's still this kind of very, you know, dour, um, almost like a like a, it's like grinding you down. This this idea of you know, humans are the real monsters. You know, which which I had already yeah. seen and was experiencing kind of in Walking Dead. So I, I mean, and I felt that the 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 acting was top notch. Um, you know, the ending was was spectacular. Um, yep. You know that, and I'm, and I will get to that when we get into the show. Um, but I still also, I, I'm not going to say I, I bounced off of it. I was glad when it was done, and when Last of Us Part Two came out, like I had zero desire to play Last of Us Remastered um, on the PS4. And then when Last of Us Two came out, I played it, but I was very hesitant to get into it, and I felt, you know, that game kind of overstayed its welcome to some degree. Um, so when, the, when, the, when they announced there was going to be a show, uh, even though I love Pedro Pascal and the little I'd seen of Bella Ramsey in Game of Thrones, cause she didn't really have a huge role. I was like, well, she's no, she did, <laughs> but you know, I wasn't sure. I was like, do I see her as Ellie? Because you know, the problem is that the, the characterization, the, the animation, um, for Ellie in the game and, and Ashley Johnson's voice work was so good. Yeah. That it's hard to like Pedro Pascal. I could go, Oh yeah, well I like Pedro Pascal. So I'm happy to kind of have him, um, you know, in in the game, not, not to nothing against Troy Baker who does, you know, great voice work, but, um, it was kind of like, you know, if they could like have cast a 13 year old, Ashley Johnson with Pedro Pascal, I'd be like, yay, you know, <laughs> but, but it was like, I was kind of like, ugh, I don't know how this is going to go. Um, yeah. People were like, uh, people had the same reaction and I'll, I, I mean, even I had kind of the same reaction. I was like, uh, I was like, you know, she may be good and all, but you know, there was all the, the fan casting stuff right mm-hmm. before where people were like, Oh, Caitlin Deaver would be perfect. Uh, mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I could kind of see that. She kind of has kind of the, the face shape a little bit, yeah. you know, of how Ellie looked in the game. And I can kind of see that. Mm-hmm. She, you know, in Justified, she went from like the, you thought she was like the meek little girl, 
right like that she was really like <laughs> she really wasn't <laughs> right i was like okay i could i could see that and i was like bella ramsey i was like eh, i haven't really seen that much of her even right even with game of thrones i was like uh but then i started you know reading um how they were talking about what they were doing with the show and you know i like i like pedro pascal too don't get me wrong but i was like uh as joel i'm not sure i was like you know the whole you know, whole nationality thing, you know, I know, right. <laughs> you know, um, and then I was like, he's probably not even going to sound like Joel. And then Bella Ramsey, I was like, she hasn't really been in much and has didn't really have that much in game of Thrones. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I was she was like, instrumental from a narrative perspective, but yeah, like but, as, as like a performance, it wasn't one that you were like, I mean, other than just like what they, the, the, what the writers put in her mouth was kind of fun to hear her say this little, this, you know, 11 year old that's basically like y'all ain't got no balls fuck y'all i'm with him and you're like oh shit right <laughs> yeah but uh boy was i wrong on both counts because yeah. when uh when they showed the the trailer or the teaser for it mm-hmm. and i heard pedro pascal speak mm-hmm. i was like wait a minute yeah i had to rewind it i was like he sounds just like troy baker in the game yeah how in the heck does pedro pascal sound like that yeah And I I think, too, you know, I think that it's interesting because the, you know, when you watch the first episode, it's like, you know, they had a very um, kind of fine needle to thread with the first episode because they're like, we're not really we're not changing up the fundamental, the main fundamental story beats and the beginning of the game in the beginning of the show are absolutely like you have to nail it because that is why that is when we're seeing we're going to spoil everything at this point. If you haven't played the game or seen the show that, you know, you're seeing the death of Sarah, you're seeing the thing that drives Joel, not just to be who he is when we, he first meets Ellie, but who he is at the very end of, of, the game and then the end of the first season and that's super important so kind of the 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 way that the outbreak happens you know the way with him and tommy what happens to sarah all that stuff and then what life looks like afterwards all that has to be you they can't really um they, they couldn't have um you know steered away from the source material that much because because that 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 that's also where they're showing, you know, fans of the game, we get it. We're, we're going to take good care of these characters. We're going to take good care of this story. We also understand what's important about Sarah, you know, who Joel is, why Tommy means as much to him as he does. So we get it too. Right. You know, and that's kind of the masterstroke of like the the very first episode. I mean, just to kind of rewind a little bit, I know everybody was watching The Walking Dead and everything when it came out, and it was like the big thing, but but I didn't. Me and my wife didn't, and we were watching oh, okay. a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, I don't think I've finished the first season of The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. you know, from being completely honest. Yeah. Um, there was just other stuff, and then um, – And then it stopped being something – Yeah, then, then it stopped being something like Major, <laughs> and, and uh, I was like – it was one of those shows where I was like, okay, well, I'll get to it one day. You know, yeah. it's obviously very good, very good cast and everything like that. People are talking about it. I'll get to it one day. Yeah. And I just haven't really. Right. So 
I didn't have that, you know, with the Walking Dead thing. Now, I played the heck out of Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that. So I, I get the whole zombie fatigue thing. Um, you know, I totally get it. Um, but the the master stroke for the first episode of The Last of Us is that I know there were people complaining about how just the entire series as a whole didn't follow the game frame by frame. Mm-hmm. And to those folks, I say, I just, just, I don't know what you wanted. I mean, if that's what you wanted, then, then just go play the game. Right. Because what they did with it, just starting with the first episode, right? So in the game, you got to see, you know, Joel and Sarah, Joel coming home from work, Sarah giving me a birthday present, everything mm-hmm. like that. In the show, though, the show kicks off with a, the, a television interview with these scientists yes. talking about talking about you know how a, what would happen if a fungus like the cordyceps basically got out of control. Right, and also how, but also tied it to like, well, you know, originally because they're like, this is set, you know, decades before, right? Where they're like, yeah, well, that could never happen because you know the human body is too warm, and the guy's like, yeah, but with climate change, if the planet slowly heated up, exactly, to the point where now it's it's adapting, and then you're like, I remember watching that, and I had the same thing as you, and I was like, <laughs> fuck, like I was like, that's genius, yeah. And so there was that, and then there's also, um. You know, you got to see, you got to know Sarah. Yeah, and that's what made it even harder, right? Because, you know, not only did you did you see Sarah interact with Joel, you got to see Sarah, you know, with her neighbor. What what, and... what they get ready in the morning? Yeah, right. She goes to school. Yeah, she you know interacts with a couple of classmates. Right. That's what see her going to the city to uh, to trade and, and buy Joel's watch. Right. Then you see her going to the neighbors. You you get to see her whole routine and right. like how she is, her personality. You get to see who she you know really. She really gets built out as a as a character. Which is funny because you know in the game you play as her, so you would think yeah. you know and 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 you understand why in the game because you're like oh okay the the the, the player has played as this this character. So when she dies, you're like well, shit. I was just controlling her, but somehow. You know, all this stuff you just mentioned was more impactful in terms of developing. Because at the end of the day, like having just like a digital avatar that you're moving around, but with no like real understanding of of who they are as a person, right? Is it doesn't matter. It, it at that point, it's it's it could be anything. You could be moving anything around. It's it's like like you just said, all those little character building story beats that shows you who this person is, and then. And then when everything goes to shit, man, it was fucking amazing. Yeah. It was just like, you know, the, the, for the first time you played the game, that gut punch. And this one, it was just like, Jesus, that, how in the heck did they do this? <laughs> because this actually hurt again. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, she was, they had developed her such a character and showed, showed her relationship with Tommy and Joel. Right. And how much they both loved her and cared about her and vice versa. And then just for just <laughs> right. Just devastating. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then also like, you know, you got the impression with the the you know, and I don't remember if this is how it was in the game, but like the milit the 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 um the soldier where he's just like, Wait, what? No, they're not sick. Like he's yeah. he's basically like, I don't want to kill these people and you see how quickly and the, which then kind of telegraphs to 
the, you know, kind of the fight between Fedra and the Fireflies, because depending on what side of that you kind of fall on, where you're like, look, we don't know what's going on. If you wanted to be, and I remember having a, uh, years and years and years ago for this company I worked for, they brought in some kind of business psychologist and, and, and was kind of talking about the different ways that, that people think and how different personality types have to work together. And he talked about the homeless pop, you know, population, the problem, you know, the homeless problem. And the guy was like, you know, if you were being pragmatic about it, what would be a solution to the homeless problem? This one guy was like, kill him. And he's like, right. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, so <laughs> there, there are people who would fall down on the side of, we don't know what's going on. We don't know how this thing is spreading. We don't know if these people are sick kill them right and then you'd have people that are like they're people you don't know what's going on you don't know whether or not they're sick you have to try to save lives at this point and so seeing that kind of moral calculus going on with this kid's like i don't know what the fuck i'm supposed to do and bam like tommy just but by then it's too late and then we fast forward 20 years now i will say when they fast forwarded 20 years and they kind of grade joel's hair i was like uh what are you doing (laughs) 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 but then like everything else it kind of um you know falls away but like when we meet ellie and bella ramsey just you see the sense of humor the 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 um the smart acidness of this kid yes (laughs) and she was so like the whole like you know when he's like you know if she moves and then she starts going And then Anna Torv's like, knock it the fuck off. And she's like, yep, got it. Like immediately just shuts that shit down. You know, when you, you, when you kind of see her and she gets, she gets started and is trying to, you know, those things trying to, to make inroads with Joel and he's not having it. Like you realize like, yeah, that was, that was the right casting. That was definitely the way to go. Yeah. And reading what, reading when they were talking about the casting, when Ashley Johnson said, you know, she's like, that's her. That's our Ellie right there. I was like, okay, well, if Ashley said, you know, Ashley who played Ellie, right. who knows Ellie's character, if right. she says so, then, then okay, let's go. Yeah. And yeah. she really the turning the turning point for me is is late. We'll get into later on. Yeah. Um, you know, I was on board when Ashley Johnson said that, but the actual like transformation, like late in the season, which we'll get into, mm-hmm. is like when it really like drove it home. Right. Right. So so and then as we kind of move forward and, you know, and, 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 and what I had talked about before about, you know, Craig Mazin possibly seeing, you know, the, the potential of this story, um, you know, as our story goes on it, and what we what I think it did such a great job of doing is focusing on people that were not Joel and Ellie. Right. Because, you know, to me the the this show was about survival and what all of the different ways sur- what survival can look like to different people in these situations right. like you know walking dead to me and and you could argue differently and i'm not going to say people are wrong and i know you haven't watched it so i'm not going to spend a lot of time on it but to me the overarching theme of walking dead was you know it it, it, it there's a, it's like you, you you always like like you have to have hope but you, you more importantly you have to be prepared cuz there's always something outside the gates like that to me always kind of seemed like 
the overarching theme was you, you can't ever really let your guard down because there's always something coming. And I mean, and beyond the, you know, humans are the real monsters. It's like, it doesn't matter what it is, but there's always going to be something out there that's going to try to take what you have. And, and so, which is a very realistic, but also kind of pessimistic view of, of what it would mean to survive. And, and, and the game, The Last of Us, to me, was about a man who lost something and then gained it and what he was willing to do to keep it, right. selfishly or not. But what the show took that story and turned it into, and I think this is where it really excelled at going beyond that admittedly kind of powerful theme, was what does survival look like to people who maybe don't feel like they have a reason to survive, Right. So you start with Joel, who 20 years later, he's really just kind of going through the motions. He's he's alive. But you also kind of wonder why he didn't just like lay down at some point and go, fuck it, just let him take me. He's still he's he's living. He's surviving, but he's not he's not alive, for lack of a better word. And then. It seems yeah. like he had. It seems like he had Tess. I mean, in right. in the game and in the show. Yeah. You know, Tess was kind of his, the the one thing that kept him from. He lost his daughter. Right. You know, his brother was gone. Um, and if I remember correctly, Tess ran with him and Tommy for for a little while. Yeah. And yeah. then he and Tess, you know, didn't join the Fireflies or whatever, or, um, or didn't go with them rather. Right. Um, and they just kind of stayed together, and that was. You know, he would never admit, you know, that was his girlfriend or whatever, of course, because he's Joel. Right. But, you know. Right. But but then when we, you know, we we start to to see other groups and other ideas of what survival looks like. And it's not all just hoarding bullets. And I mean, there's there's people trying to actually put together a life with another person and and so and and as the show kind of goes on you know to me it 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 becomes about what are the different ways in which different groups some people are going to try to survive with an iron fist some people are going to try to survive you know just by carving a little place for themselves in the world Mm -hmm. and then by the time we get to the end we see joel how he's willing to survive is to take the thing that he thought he had lost hold it tight and fucking kill anyone who gets in his way yep (laughs) um you know and so you know i I don't necessarily feel we need to necessarily kind of go episode by episode but i do feel like there are some things that are worth getting into and specifically you know long long time the third episode where we meet bill and frank yep and in the game, it was kind of it was kind of hinted at a little bit that you know that's that's how Bill and Frank were. Mm-hmm. It, it was kind of hinted at a little bit, um, right? And I you know I think some people had a problem with it, it was a phenomenal episode, right? Um, Nick Offerman and Murray Bartlett, you know Murray Bartlett fresh off of you know an amazing turn on um, you know the White Lotus, and then of course Nick Offerman who's just good in everything, yeah. Um, you know playing these two guys that kind of find love 
together in the midst of all of this. You know, Bill very close walled in. He'd been prepping for this his whole life. I would I I thought it was hilarious when he was like raiding stuff and the power goes off and he <laughs> Well, that was fast. But he's ready. He knew exactly what to do, right? Man, he fucking went right to Home Depot. He got all of this shit. He was at the power substation. He knew they were going to cut the power off, and he'd just hold himself up in this house with all of his cameras and all of his gates and all of his guns, and yep. here this guy shows up, and he's like, you know, but even the exchange, <laughs> like, you know, this isn't an Arby's, and he's like, but do you not know, like, do you know how restaurants work? Like... <laughs> Uh, and then lets this guy into his life and they fall in love and they have a life together. Now in the show, you know, Frank had killed himself and, and it was implied through the collectibles that you find that he just basically got tired of Bill constantly being in fear that some people were going to come and raiders and whatnot. Um, and so he finally had just had enough of it. Um, but that's not, what happens in the show. And right. we spend so little time in that episode with Joel, with Ellie, with Tess. It's really about Frank and Bill, but it, 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 it's showing that, you know, even with all of this stuff going on, that, that idea of finding someone to connect to and having somebody to hold on to, that was still important to people. And it was still something that could happen. Yeah. And that's where, you know, People, people that didn't like that episode, I think, just didn't get it. Just didn't get the overarching theme, and it was about survival. Yeah. And finding, you know, how different people do different things to survive. Because the big thing was, oh wait a minute, this is Bill's town. Where's all the where's all the traps? Right. You know, where's uh where's Joel getting caught in a trap and then having to 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 shoot infected upside down and right. Where's where's Ellie smarting off to, you know, smarting off to <laughs> to, to Bill right. and all this other stuff. I was like, you know, th- yes, that was in the game. And, you know, there's certain aspects of the, of the game. That's like, I take this like pure action, more action oriented than story oriented mm-hmm. to where I appreciated this to where it was, you know, first of all, you never expect to see a love story and right. And something like this and definitely not one so well done. Right. And definitely not one so well executed, and then, and still tying it back to the to the overall series because, at the end, you know Joel and Ellie do show up. Bill and Frank have already, you know, moved on. suicide, left the yeah. note, said you know don't come in here. You know here's the code for the for all the stuff. You know here's where everything is. Um, I, I mean. I'm not playing a video game. I'm watching a show, right? Right. So this kind of made more sense. Right. I, you know, it didn't need to turn into a whole, we're going to get trapped and shoot everything. And it, it never needed to do that. And, and thankfully no. they, they knew that. And they right. were able to say, okay, well, let's just expand on, on Bill and Frank. Right. And, and, and what's it's going a- on here. And that's just, right. That was just brilliant. <laughs> right. Because, because I think the thing, to keep in mind, you know, with something like this is that, like, and I agree with you. If what you want is the game, then just play the game. Like, like if what you want is the game or watch, you know, if you don't want to play the game, watch a Let's Play. There's how many thousands of YouTube videos 
out there of people playing The Last of Us. I mean, just, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I mean, if, if what you want is to just experience the game the way that it originally was there, then just do that. Like, this is an opportunity to go beyond that. And, and also, you know, there are lessons here for Joel, whether we realize it or not. Because Joel is seeing two people, you know, who realized that it was more important that their lives without each other was less important than their lives with each other. And that's right. a lesson, whether we realize it or not, at the time that he, he gets that lesson, he's not really ready to take it in. But it's all part of building to what Who's happens at the end. Right. Because the, you know, the, the note, like the last thing that uh, Bill said to him in the note, he goes, God help anyone who gets in your fucking way. Right. Protect them, protecting what you, you know, God help, you know, something like God help anyone who tries to take away or stand in the way of something that you love. Right. Right. And, and, it, and, and, and I mean, and, and also, you know, I mean, these people were important to, 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 to Tess and to to Joel, especially the way that you know Bill kind of treated them, but then Frank was like, "Dude, just let them in, right?" Like, and, <laughs> and it was like, you know, I mean, so so I think that, and and you know, I always it always bothers me. I, I'm going to call them originalists. I'm going to I'm going to kind of use you know like a almost like a Supreme Court reading of people, right? You know, like like originalists, which is you're going to take this thing that exists in one format and you're going to now bring it to another format. I want it to be exactly the same. And you're like, why? If, if, if they said, we're going to write a book based on the last of us, would you want that book to be? Then I went in this room. Then I picked up, he, Joel picked up a bottle. He threw the bottle. It, it alerted the, the, the clicker. He then maneuvered around the clicker. He stabbed the clicker in the neck. Then he moved to the next room. Then he found a health pack. Then he found some alcohol. Then he mixed no. it with the damage. <laughs> You'd be like, this is the most boring, fucking stultifying thing I've ever read in my life. Right? Right. What you would want is to expand upon the thing. And I never understand why folks are so – like, I understand that if they take something that you like from source material and when they turn it into something else, they completely fuck it up in terms of, like, what the the main theme of the original thing was. Like, I get that. Like, a bad adaptation is a bad oh, yeah. adaptation. But to just be like, I don't want it to be any different. I just want to see – I just do – I just want to make exactly the same. I don't. I don't get it. And so here – We've had, you know, we, we were given a, a bunch of different ways in which the, the show expanded upon this world and expanded upon the characters that all feeds into what happens at the end. Yeah. Not to mention just making for some really good TV with some really amazing performances. Exactly. So, like, why wouldn't you want that? Right? Yeah. I, um, I, you know, I – you know, you know how big of a fan of The Last of Us I am. I mean, even yeah. I had reservations going in until right. until the first episode. Yeah, and then I was like, if they keep this up, this is gonna just this is gonna just own. And I was the exact opposite. I was <laughs> like, Ugh, I don't know if I'll watch it. And I watched the first episode, and I was like, All right, that was pretty good. <laughs> and then I watched the second episode, 
and I like the, the the differences that they made with the clickers and the cordyceps where you don't have to like, you know, with the clouds. Because, I mean, from a gameplay perspective, you know, that's an example of a gameplay versus, you know, uh, TV. You know, from right. a gameplay perspective, that's great. You see an area that's filled with smoke or, or uh, uh, clouds, you've got to figure out, all right, I got to work around it, even if working around it puts me in a different type of danger, Right. But that doesn't really make sense from a TV show. You can't be like having – I mean, Pedro Pascal was probably like, fuck you if you think I'm wearing another, a mask <laughs> for another entire TV show. Right. You know, <laughs> no. you Y'all want to see this face. <laughs> I can't see in that goddamn helmet. I'm not fucking doing it again. <laughs> but but also narratively, you know, it just makes more sense that that they would not have to keep, you know – because also, like, we don't see gameplay bits, so to speak. Which, uh, you know, so so the the I don't remember enough of the first game to know if um, kind of the fungal clouds played a big role in um, you know cutscenes and things like that. I, I felt like it was mostly like a gameplay mechanic. It was mostly um, gameplay mechanic. Yeah, um, you know, but then kind of. As the show, you know, continues and and we start to meet, you know, um, the the different uh, factions, like like you know the you know Henry that whole episode with Henry. Yeah, we got we got we got to move on to Henry and Sam because that whole. Oh my god! <laughs> that whole that whole like the way they expanded that. And see, just, I didn't oh remember god. them at all. Like and 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 you know Melanie Linsky doing fucking like she's the fucking boss bitch like Yellow Jackets hundred percent but also like as Kathleen she was amazing um, and see I, the, that the leader whole, never had a face in in the game yeah it was just all they show was the military troops yeah they never had a face they weren't necessarily looking for Henry right and Sam so what were they just, like I don't remember enough about Henry and Sam in the game. So they were caught. They were caught there. They they were kind of like trying to get out of the city. Still, uh-huh. that part was accurate. Okay. But as far as Kathleen, uh, basically using the entire force of the city to look for them, mm-hmm. and basically executing people if she thought they knew where they were and weren't telling her. <laughs> yeah. Like that stuff. That that was new. Um, okay. And her her re, you know her personal reasons for wanting for wanting Henry and Sam. Because you know he was responsible for the death of her brother. Okay. Um, that whole just her whole character and that whole that whole thing was just okay. What was just an expansion, and again, beautifully done. Right. And just to top it, just you know, you had the personal vendetta thing, right? To top it off with the infected, like growing in the ground. Yeah. With the bloater, and then. Yep. Things just exploding in that in that second episode of that kind of two part thing. And my man Perry, who yeah. seemed like a badass, and he went out <laughs> mm. like, "Well, I, do you like Perry? There's twice as much. Well, I guess there's not twice as much, just half as much in two places." <laughs> yeah, because when she when she uh, in the first part of when she saw the. They went to school or wherever it was, mm-hmm. and they saw the ground swelling, mm-hmm. and they were they were like, "Oh, oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but that whole you know. But then also you know 
what I loved about what was absolutely terrifying and heartbreaking about what happened with Sam and yeah. Henry, you know, I think the, the kind of what was brilliant about that was, you know, you realize that, you know, Ellie's still very much a kid. And and it's like anyone and you're kind of getting to that point because your daughter she's she's not around thir- she's not thirteen yet, is she? Or, she is. She just turned thirteen. She this just year. turned thirteen. Okay. So, you know, anybody who's ever raised, you know, uh, a thirteen, fourteen, you know, kind of fifteen, those early teens, you know, what you realize is that in some ways they seem so mature and capable of handling so much more than maybe you're willing to admit because it's scary to think that maybe they don't need you as much because of what they're able to handle but also there's times when you realize like they're they're still kids yep you know they're still children and not like in a negative thing but they're still kids they're still babies and so you know what we had seen of ellie at this point you know what she had projected and what she had gone through you kind of like were like oh yeah she's you know she's definitely capable and strong and she was but then she's just happy to go through comic books with sam but then also that that idea of well i'm i'm immune so take my blood and put it on like that that's like a child's way and again i don't mean that as a pejorative no it's like a child's way of thinking what a child would do of of, right exactly so you and it's so heartbreaking because you realize like you you know, especially if you've seen played the game. And for me, like, okay, and this would be interesting for you. When you watched Game of Thrones, had you read Game of Thrones? No. Okay, so like going into the Red Wedding, you didn't know what was coming. No, absolutely not. <laughs> so, and that's the difference for me for this uh, versus Game of like I had I was fully had read all the Game of Thrones multiple times. Uh, when the show came out. So, like, when folks were, like, you know, talking about, you know, uh, I forget the guy's name, the guy who, got, you know, Rob Stark, um, you know, and, like, you know, they're like, oh, Rob Stark's going to fucking kick some ass. Like, and then the <laughs> wedding was coming out. I was like, oh, this is about to get good. Let's see how folks, because I, I knew it was coming. And that was more of a, ha, y'all don't know, right? <laughs> Whereas here, knowing what was coming, I was like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> I, I, felt, I felt sorry for people. Yeah. Like, you know, some people I knew that, you know, weren't gamers and everything like that. But they were like, oh, man, this this show is great. And I was like, I was like, yeah, it is great. And there, you know, people were like, oh, Henry, Henry and Sam are just, you know, they're they're like, you know, brothers, and you know, I'm rooting for them and everything like that. They're gonna join Joel, Joel and Ellie, and they're gonna, yeah. you know, they're gonna make it out of the city and everything like that. And I was like, I was like, man, y'all are. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I know I kept posting stuff in the Discord, like, man, people are gonna be, yeah, either angry or heartbroken or both on Monday. <laughs> yeah. And and I mean, and the thing is, you know, to this show's credit, you spend so little time with these characters, but you still, you know, it still hits you hard when you see what ends up happening. Like, we didn't spend a lot of time with Henry and Sam. And I yeah, think and in part because Sam Sam's a child, right? Like, he's, you know, and, and he had already, uh, you know, and then it's like, and Henry, who just takes the route out, like, Okay, well, the person I care the most about is gone, so I'm gone too, yeah. right? Um, so that's and, just that's just great storytelling. I mean, you, you know, you don't realize how much you care about the characters until something major happens, right? Right. 
And 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 it's interesting because you know when we when we see what happens to Henry, and we see where Joel is, we go, well, obviously he didn't take that route, but then we find out he did, <laughs> and he just didn't do a very good job of it. Yep. <laughs> um, you know, and so you know, and then that that kind of brings us to, um, Left Behind. So. Yep. I originally was a little kind of hesitant to them. So I always felt like as the show is going on, and I think it's because the game is long because there's a lot of, you know, anytime you're playing a narrative focused game, there's going to be parts that are not, that are not narrative focused. They're more gameplay focused. And so, um, I felt, and I still feel like the show needed like maybe one or two more episodes. I felt like agreed, but but um, from a narrative perspective, I don't know what those would be because I think they hit all the story beats. I'm just looking at it more from I think okay, but the gameplay sections kind of padded those things out. So I don't know if I, I just felt like at times we were kind of like when we got to the end. We got there quick, and I almost felt like it needed more, but I don't know what that would have been because we hit all of the main story beats. So when I heard they were putting kind of left behind in, which was the midpoint of the season, uh, the seventh episode, I, at that point, or no, it was the let's it was see. it was the seventh episode, but I think the sixth episode was when they when they found Tommy. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I think at that point, I was like, wait, there's only nine episodes. We're kind of doing Left Behind now. That really doesn't leave a lot of time. Especially exactly. Knowing, like, Joel's <laughs> got to get thing. shot. <laughs> Ellie's got to care for him. Then they actually have to, we haven't seen the fucking giraffe yet. Then we got to make it to, you know, the, do- the the hospital. I was kind of like, and that's where I think I felt like I, we needed another episode. That back uh, two episodes, I feel like if it had been three, would have been better. But anyway, but then when... I started watching Left Behind. I was like, this absolutely was the right call. Because, on you know, one, it was something that you was, was optional to play uh, for the game. Right. right. So, so you could have um, completely you could have missed a very important part of the story. It. And missed an extremely important part of the story. One, uh, you find out how Ellie uh, got bit. And two, it was cemented that she was gay. Which, you know, if you played Last of Us Part 2, you would know that she was. But you would also realize at that point that this wasn't something that they just threw in for right. the second one. Um you know, this was this is just who she is, um, and you know, Left Behind, um, you know, featured a fantastic performance, um, not just by Bella Ramsey but Storm Reed, who, if you had played God of War Part Two, uh, would recognize her um, in in that. Um, yep. As um, oh, I forget what the name of her character is in that. I can't think of her name either. <laughs> um, yeah. But, I can uh, see her character, but I can't think of the name. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah um actually you know what i think that i think i might be be thinking of a different actress now that i think of it who looks very much like her but is a different actress i'll have to look that up anyway um so um you know we get to see ellie as a kid in kind of in love with this girl who's like her best friend but it's turned into something else who's leaving who's gonna join the fireflies then comes back and decides to to give ellie a birthday in a mall um you know, and you and and one of the things I, I I really loved about the show, and I don't remember if the game did this, is giving is Ellie not having all of the cultural touchstones that we take for granted, because because the Last of Us takes place twenty years after um, the outbreak day, right? Right. So there's a whole generation of kids who never flown in an airplane, mm-hmm. never even seen one in the sky. Um, and in, in this case, maybe have never seen an arcade game or have never, you know, exactly. you know, and I love that, like <laughs> they go in the mall and there's a Halloween store. It's like, of course there is like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was all in the game. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but you know, this, this piece of, you know, it, like I said before, I wasn't sure about it, but it, after I watched it and saw what a great job they did with it. And how important it was, it was absolutely the right move. It was. And it was and just to kind of back up a little bit to the um to when they found Tommy uh, in mm-hmm. the so the compound is actually looks like Wait. it's from Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. Um which, you know, that's fine. Um but you know, the way that he that that was like a really good episode too, because yep. you had Joel you know, his whole motivation to find Tommy was, you know, not just to find his brother, but to, you know, kind of, quote unquote, get rid of Ellie mm-hmm. uh, so that, you know, he could – so that Tommy could take her the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. And they had shown his – you know, another thing I liked about the show was the detail. You know, Joel Joel wasn't okay still, right. not just emotionally but physically as well. Right. You know, he's having panic attacks. Right, right. He can. He has a hearing problem, and is it his left ear or his right? Ear? One of his ears. He has a hearing problem. Right. Stuff that's not like this. I don't even know if it's hinted at at the game. Mm-hmm. But you know, this is showing that Joel is is human. Right. And you know, another another thing I noticed, um, and you know, when they got to the to the school or wherever where he got stabbed, was a uh, it's just. Probably a little bit childish, but I know that I noticed the uh, when he was choking the guy. I noticed, I noticed the choke and the sounds that he was making and everything like that. I was like, "That's directly from the game, right?" <laughs> I was like, "Or they actually recorded somebody being choked, <laughs> right?" Well, and I love well, first of all, you know, Gabriel Luna in my mind the best Ghost Rider because he was Robbie Reyes. Like, mm-hmm. no, no disrespect yep. to Nick Cage, but you know, Gabriel Luna is Robbie Reyes in, in uh, Agents of Shield. He's my my favorite Ghost Rider. Uh, but I also liked that they cast a Latino actor to be brothers with Joel, who in the game not Latino, but Pedro Pascal is right. Yep. Like Pedro Pascal is born in. Um, uh, Gabriel Luna is Mexican American, and then Pedro Pascal, Pascal was born in um, uh, Chile. So that was to me like a nice little touch that it's like recognizing that you know, and we don't—I don't even know what Joel's last name is. So like, there's no reason to believe you know to to think that he's not 
you know, Latino, right? right. Like, <laughs> other, other than in the game, you know, he's voiced by a white guy. But I mean, you know, so this was just and and but also, I mean, he's Gabriel Luna is just such a great actor. So yes, it was they're like, both great actors, and this that's their that's their relationship worked great. Yeah, the whole thing, you know, with them having the conversation, and then, you know, this is I'm an only child, so um, you know, but this is their interactions and everything is how I expect brothers to yeah to be. You know, right. especially, you know, one brother, you know, decided that, hey, I'm not going with you. This is, I'm going to take this other path. We haven't seen each other in 10 years or whatever. Um, you know, one brother, you know, says something that kind of hurts the other brother. You know, and then later on, they, they you know, they make up. Right. You know, well, they, like they that. kind of and imply in the game that Tommy's a bit of a fuck up. Yeah. Um, and that was the one thing I didn't necessarily get that feeling uh in the show i didn't feel like tommy was was a was a fuck up i i felt like it was just like you said he had he had he had taken a different path um which is which is a kind of a different vibe than you know he's a screw-up right um and and so you know i actually kind of liked that that take better because, it, you know, I feel like that kind of idea of, well, you know, you know, Joel had always been in charge. And so now he's he's got to, you know, care for his brother who, who's really bad at shit. Like, I feel like that's kind of been done to death. So so making it just that like, no, man, it's just not the way I'm going. I, I like that more um, than than how I remember it in the game. And I could be remembering it completely wrong. Um, no, that's that's how. um you know, he, he always, whether Tommy was a fuck up or not, he always thought of him that way. Right. Now, if it was because he was just the older brother. Yes. And Tommy did his own thing and just didn't listen or, right. or whatever. I mean, you know, yeah. whatever. But yeah, that's that's how it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was pretty touching. Um, you know, after Joel had told, told Ellie that, you know, Tommy's going to take you the rest of the way. Yeah. And then they go and to the stable and then, he's, and then he's there and he's just like, you know, you deserve a choice. And she's like, well, let's go. <laughs> exactly. And I, and I thought that was good too, you know, because again, like, I mean, that was Tommy recognizing the importance of this and just being like, all right, like, this is not really what I signed up for, but okay. Like, yeah. All right, let's go. Yep. Um, but, um, you know, that, that whole episode I thought was, was fantastic. Um, and, um, um, Rutina Wesley as Maria yes um, was 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 fantastic um you know because too it's like you know the the thing about this show is that when you see people who have something that's working for them you're kind of like oh shit like don't jeopardize it right so when tommy's willing to just leave behind what he has knowing what it could mean you know kind of said a lot about him as a character yeah um but also like you just feel terrible for ellie because she's grown she's grown attached to joel and joel hasn't had that thawing yet yeah exactly he's getting there but he's not as invested in her as she is in him right at this point um but that that then kind of brings us to um episode eight uh when we are yes the penultimate Um, episode (laughs) yeah so joel is injured 
um, and 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 Ellie uh, kind of brings him to, uh, you know, the the basement of this house and is trying to go get medicine or get food to to keep him alive and runs afoul of David and James and their little group of kind of um, survivalists. And then James, played by Troy Baker. Yep. who uh you know voiced Joel um in in uh in the last of us and would not be the last uh voice actor uh from the last of us game that we 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 would see uh in the show um you know the only th- this episode you know when we are in need I thought was fantastic um the the s- seeing Joel laid out at the basement of this house. Mm-hmm. And then especially when the guys start searching for him. Um, you know, the only thing that I, I wasn't a fan of is, um, is, is, you know, kind of David going the, 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 the rape way. <laughs> and I don't remember if that was in the game or not, if, but, but like, it was know, implied, it was implied, but it was yeah. like, you know, that's always just such a fallback, it seems, of late. It's like, if you want to, you know, he could have just tried to kill her or just kidnap her. Or, I mean, it was obvious based on what was happening in the group that they're eating people, which is bad enough, right? But then to take it that step further where he's like, well, I guess I'll just, like, sexually assault this 13-year-old girl, right? <laughs> he's just um, like, I want an equal. I want a wife. And, yeah. Uh, he's like, you know – um. You know, I'm a man. I'm frustrated. I want a wife, and right. you know, you're you're not from the community, and so you, you know, yeah, it was a uh, and, and everything so up I, until that point would have been traumatizing enough for Ellie without her also that having to go through that. Yeah, I, and I think, I think this this one may have potentially been my my favorite episode uh-huh. because of because of everything that happened. Right? I mean, you had it started out. You had Joel. Um, you know, laid laid out in the basement. She's trying to find stuff for him. She finally gets some penicillin. She has to figure out how to inject it. Right. You know, so right. it works and everything. Right. She covers him up. You know, it, there's just a lot of tension. And then when Joel gets back up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those poor guys, man. <laughs> but like to me, like when he – when the guy's like, I told you everything I know. And he's like, yeah, I believe you. Boom. And he's like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like it wasn't – it wasn't I like I, – oh, Oh no no, I don't think you're lying. You just were never gonna live. Yeah, like that wasn't. Yeah, it's just I, like, I'm sorry it's if like I implied that if you tell me what you want, <laughs> you're gonna live. But that was never the case. So you're done, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that was just, and you know, at that point, it was just this whole thing was just fine, Ellie. Yeah. And you know, right. Ellie holding her own. Yeah. With you know them and. You know, they're about to kill her and everything, and she's just like, you know what? I'm infected, and so are you. Right. And then they, they look at her they look at her arm. Yeah. And that gives her just a moment to and then that's when it happens right there. She just like and she fucking, starts taking charge right there. But also like when she buries that fucking knife in Troy Baker's neck, just like yep. like what a great <laughs> death scene he had. Just Yeah. But I, I did think it was a little weird that, that David's like, it's okay if our if our you know clubhouse burns down around me, like you know, well he couldn't stop it. I mean, yeah, you know that was so. I mean that that act of you know her, you know, plunging the knife into Troy Baker was just like desperation. But the actual like I think transformation of and this is where I thought Belly Ramsey really brought it home was during that the scuffle in the in the burning restaurant. 
and then you know she got him right you know but she just kept stabbing and it kept stabbing and, and was screaming and everything else it seemed like that just like went on for like a minute i don't know right i doubt, I doubt it was that long but the intensity and the emotion in her face right everything is just what what really i was like okay that's what that's why they said this is our ellie right, right there right and then right. when she walked out and Joel Joel was like, I got you, baby girl. Right. And and what what's interesting for me in that episode um, is that I feel almost as if in that after that, right after that episode, because of the trauma that she had gone through and she's still processing that and everything, is things switched. He's now more invested in her than she, she is just, in him. Yep. Because um, of that traumatic, she's like she's still traumatized and doesn't know how to doesn't know how to deal with it. And the last thing she, you know, kind of I guess needs is Joel being like, "You're my daughter." Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's trying to figure out like I just killed a guy who who and and she had done it before. She said like I had killed someone before. Um. But she's still going through all that, and he's and he's now kind of pouring all of his Sarah into her, for lack of a better word. Yep. And and that's not who she is, and that's not what you know necessarily was appropriate at that time. But he's just going on like, oh, great, you know, you know the the yeah, the, I got you, baby girl. Like that, it was just heartbreaking because you realize, like, I mean, I it's like you see at that point, especially if you knew what was coming. You kind of knew at that point, like, yeah, they're not changing anything about the end of this game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not that they should, right? But if you thought that there was going to be a change, that 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 would have been, like basically removed all doubt from your mind at that point. Exactly. And then you just realize like what's coming. Um which which brings us to, you know, the last episode, um, look for the light. Which is uh, opens up with an absolutely fantastic uh, performance again by Ashley Johnson as a young pregnant woman who finds her way up to the the room in this this abandoned house is about to have a baby, but also is trying to fight off, um, you know, infected coming after her, um, you know, basically delivers her child, get fights off. Kills an infected, but gets bit at the same time. Um, and then, you know, um, in comes... Um, uh, Marlene and the Fireflies. Marlene and-, and the Fireflies. And Marlene is faced with a with a terrible decision where she's got to kill her best friend. She's got to yep. kill her best friend and protect this baby. Um, her best friend's, you know, daughter. And um, God, what a what an absolutely amazing! I don't remember from the book or from the game. Was it told that that's how Ellie got her immunity? It wasn't told, um, or, or at least it wasn't like like in your face. That's how she got her immunity. Mm-hmm. I think it was a note or a collectible or something like that that kind of hinted at it. Uh-huh. That it had something to do with. Um, something happening to her mother, but not exactly what. And that's potentially why she was immune. 
Because it was a really short period of time. It was basically like she got bit, then she had the baby. And I'm like, yeah. ah, I don't know a lot about immunotherapy, but I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, she got bit while she was delivering. I mean, she wasn't. It, yeah, it but I mean, her, it bit her while she was in labor. Yeah. But we don't really know how long it was until she actually delivered because they cut away and then they came back and she they came back and showed right. um you know the her holding Ellie and Ellie, you know, screaming and everything at the infected at the door. Right. And she's like, You tell him, Ellie. Right. But I, I still feel like that's I don't know if that's enough time to pass on immunity to <laughs> you know, but maybe, who knows? I don't know how this shit works. It's video game logic. Um but you know, I mean Ashley Johnson, I think you know the thing is it's like, you know, it's like I I, I it and this could just be a situation where I'm just not watching things that she's in. But you know, I just feel like Ashley Johnson is just I mean, I loved her in blind spot. So did I. Uh, you know, I just feel like we're just not seeing her um, on enough stuff. I mean, I know she does voice work and, and everything, but I feel like she's just a, a really talented actress, and we're just not seeing her uh, as much as her as we should be. <laughs> would would dictate. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because I mean that was that was another thing where the the start of the episode basically kicked everything off right. like phenomenally, right? And I mean I, I wasn't expecting that, right? Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't me neither. I mean, me you know, they, they talked about how it could how it could happen in the first episode, but I never expected them to actually go and like expand that. I mean, another like master stroke. Yeah, right. And then when we get to you know the the kind of the ultimate decision there when when Joel's you know told by Marlene like you know well here's what we they they and and they have, and and again that little kind of scientific touch even if it's you know whatever bullshit <laughs> of yeah, why like- why it is she's immune it's that it's not that she's immune it's that all of the infected see her as infected so of course they're not going to fuck with her because They've already, in their mind, she's one of them. Right. So if we can do that for other people, it's more like it's it's not so much an immunity. It's like it's a masking of. Uh, it's a masking which could lead, lead to a cure, potentially. Right. right. Um, you know, when that realization dawns on him that like, well, wait a minute. But it's like, take, he's like, cordyceps live in the brain. It takes and she's like, yep. the brain. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... And then, I mean, I remember getting to the end of the last episode and that that fight down the hallway. Uh, that you know, I still remember playing that and being like, "Wow, this is pretty fucked up." Like, this is some intense shit where you're yep. just like working through this. You know, I just remember like the dark and the red lights and everything as you're just like working through the hallway, killing these guys. And man, they did such a great job filming that because it was like. You know, for 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 Pedro Pascal, like all emotion was just gone from his face. It was just him. He had a goal, and these 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 people, were there weren't people. <laughs> there were just things in his way, and he just was gonna. And the way that he would 
go through and then pick up a gun off of that guy, which to me is very much a video game thing, right? It's like, okay, well, this is out of ammo. I'm going to pick the gun off of this guy and move, you know, that that's very much a video game, especially like a Halo thing. I don't yep. know, Last of Us, you would just pick up, but you could also switch weapons that you're just like, you know, um, I'm, I'm picking up this gun and I'm moving on. And just the methodicalness uh, and, and, and the lack of emotion of him making his way through. And then finally, you know, here's Marlene and he's like, and I don't remember in the game, do you kill Marlene? Yep. Or, okay. Like, like, is it implied or do you actively as a player do it? No, you, you, uh, you actually shoot her. Okay. Okay. Or I mean, I think um, it's a thing. It's a, cause I mean, I'm not sure if you're controlling Joel at that point, but you do, I should remember this because I played the uh, I played the uh, remaster uh, the remaster remaster one too, okay. <laughs> but uh, the show was just still so fresh in my mind that right you know and how how I was impressed that everything played out like the end of the show like the end of the game yeah and you know him him busting in there and seeing Ellie and he's like unhook her and the doctor's like you're not I'm not going to let you take her. Yeah. And we know what happens next. <laughs> and, and then fucking Laura Bailey is the nurse, which I don't know if you saw the yeah. the the, the um, kind of the Grant Gustin meme picture she did by the <laughs> the doctor. <laughs> um, you know, Laura Bailey, one of the most you know kind of talented voice actresses working today. Uh, you know, obviously played Abby in Last of Us Part Two. Um, you know, get, getting to uh, to play as the nurse um, in, in the room with a with the father getting killed yep. with, yeah yeah with the father getting killed yeah yeah um you know absolutely uh fantastic um and and you wouldn't know it right like like no. i didn't know it because until you would you had told me same as like and if we kind of go back to some of the earlier episodes like i didn't know that dina was in it um until you had pointed out to me and i couldn't even remember who dina was because that's how little i remember these things um <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know, like all these little, little touches to, you know, the, um, you know, the things that are kind of coming, um, down the line, um, and the way that they've incorporated the folks that, um, you know, kind of were, were instrumental, um, in, uh, in the, in these movies. But, you know, the one thing that I'm glad they did exactly the same is after all this gone through, you can tell. You can tell that Ellie is just like, what the fuck happened? Yep. What happened? Like, all I know is that they were supposed to do stuff for a cure, and now I woke up in the back of I woke up in the back back of a truck. truck. Joel's driving, (laughs) right? And then, and when he says, you know, when she says, like, tell me, you know, I forget the exact wording, but basically, like, tell me what you're saying is true, and I'll believe you. And he's like, yep. And you know she doesn't. Yeah. You know she doesn't. And she just goes, okay. Black. Like, <laughs> like I remember in the first, in the game being like, oh, shit. Because you were like, I don't think she believes him. Like, the, you know, and, and I can't, what I don't, I can't tell is whether knowing how two plays out and she, she did not in fact believe him um, kind of um, colors my view of how ambiguous the ending was. Cause I kind of feel like it wasn't, and it wasn't supposed to be 
that you know she doesn't believe him. She's just choosing to say she does because that's the way it is. I think that's how it was supposed to come across. Right, right. But I, it's like you don't know because you know, like especially when you start playing two and how it goes, that you're like, well, that's kind of part of the tension between the two of them is that she knows it was bullshit, but he's still kind of like, you know, maintains it. Um, but yeah, I mean, just perfect. And, and I love, you know, I think anybody like watching who hadn't played the game, you're like, yeah, don't feel bad because we all felt the same way too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Excuse me. It all just kind of like ended, and we were all going, "What the fuck!" Like, <laughs> and then who at that point could load it up and be like, "Well, let's look for collectibles, right?" Like, <laughs> but you know, I mean, um, people's reactions that hadn't played the game and didn't know anything about it um, were almost as entertaining as the show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, seeing tweets of people that are just saying, "Oh, which episode was it?" I think it was the. The one with Henry and Sam, where this person said that I'm, I'm crying and I threw myself against the wall. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then when they're like, "Can't wait for season two," it's like, ah, like <laughs> you know, which 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 brings me then to um, you know, as I said, I go, coming into it, I was like, eh, but then leaving it, I was like, yep, fuck yes, and I was. You know, not as much of a fan of Last of Us Part Two because I felt like it dragged on a bit too long. But now I'm like, I want to see how this plays out. I want to see how, you know, there's so much, given how good they were with developing the backstories of things and moving, moving past events around, you know, compared to where we saw them in the game, Mm -hmm. like, and, and how strong the performances were. Like, I want to see where this goes. I want to see how they structure things. How long does it take until Abby catches up with Joel? Like, what are we going to see about the rift that develops between Ellie and Joel between one and two? Do we get to see, you know, how her and Dina get together? Like, like this is not, to me, doesn't have to be... And they've said that the second game would be maybe like two seasons, but like I, I just want more. I want to. I want them to to spend more time developing this stuff to kind of see where it goes. Because when that when that shift happens, when it becomes that Joel is no longer the driving force, and now it's just a vengeance fueled Ellie, like that shit's gonna be like fucking intense especially when you just consider how long it takes to do this stuff and bella ramsey growing as an actress when the mm-hmm. time comes for her to to fully embody that ellie that we get you know a quarter of the way a third of the way into part two and where that takes her and then acting against hopefully you know whomever they cast as abby it's like that's going to be fucking gangbusters yep See, I, I can't wait for to see what they do with it. I mean, here's here's what I think is going to happen. I mean, you know, it, we all had a problem with with Abby, and mm-hmm. you know, being this, you know, having any kind of sympathy for her, you know, even me. Yeah. Um, you know, while I understood, you know, why, and I understood her driving voice, and I, I understood the whole overarching theme of this is what happens after you get your revenge versus right. this is what happens while you're seeking it. Right. 
I get that whole overarching thing in in everything. Um, in the game, they didn't they didn't drive the emotional point of Abby home. Right, I agree. Now, yeah. what they've done with this first season, I mean, I, people are people are going to love Abby at, at first. Right, they're going to love her. Yeah, and when it and when the shift happens, people are not going to know how to react. Right, and and and, you know, and I think <laughs> and that's thing, what I want. I I think the thing about Abby that 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 to me was a bit of a failure in the game is that you know they're asking us to um not not like she she's she's looking for her vengeance in the same way that Ellie is so so to some degree. You know, you you like when it gets to the point where you're playing as Abby, you're kind of like, why am I playing as her? Then it keeps going that you're playing as her. Then it goes even further along as you're playing as her, especially at the end with the with the the um, kid that she rescues. Uh, and I forget their name. Lev. Lev. But it's and, like and so Taylor. so like the the game that already kind of wasn't Abby's story to tell to begin with, we spent a lot of time with her, and then we spend even more time after what you would kind of think would be the end. And I understand that's all to lead up to a point where Abby or sorry, Ellie then, you know, finally reaches up to her and has to kind of make that decision of, well, what do I do now? Um this is the thing I've been kind of going for and and the person I've been looking to destroy all this time but now that she's in like a super fucked up bad way what do I do but man what you had to spend to get to that point how much time you had to spend with with a character you really weren't a fan of to get to that point is what kind of like you know made it difficult for me but like to your point which I think is an excellent point they're gonna do such a good job of making Abby someone that you care about and sympathize with that when she finally does the thing, you're going to be, you're not really going to know what to think. Right. And that's, you know, maybe it's, you know, evil of me or whatever, but I, I can't, I can't wait to see how people react to that. Yeah. And see what I wish they would have done is now, even though, you know, I'm in the camp of, of really, really liking the last of us part two. I mean, it, you know, took me a, Took me about a week or so after finishing it to get there, um, but the the original story was that Abby was a part of the community, okay, of Thomas' community. Uh huh. You didn't know she was just Abby. You know, he had no idea who she was or anything like that. And the game was that you didn't find out till late in the game who she was, okay, why she was there. Um, and then, you know, it all kind of happens then mm-hmm. basically that whole thing happens with, you know, her, her folks come in invading the town. That's when she, that's when you find out who she is. That's when she takes out Joel, mm-hmm. but it's also in the middle of an, uh, in the middle of the infected attacking too. Right. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, uh, it, and that's the thing I think that. The, and the remember the the previews that they showed in the last was part two when they were like uh, when you know, they showed Ellie playing the guitar and it's like what are you gonna you know what are you doing and she's like I'm gonna kill every last one of them 
from what I gather, from what I've read, that's how the second game was supposed to end. Oh, okay. So, so part two was supposed to be what? Just what happened with Joel and Abby? Like so it's supposed to be. You, know, you, to you still had the, you still had the rift between the kind of rift between you know Ellie and Joel. They're straight on the relationship, but Abby was more. He had more of a relationship with Abby, not as close as him and Ellie. Oh, but okay. you know she was part of the community. She you know was. It seemed like was going to be considered more or less family. Gotcha. With with her and Joel because of how she was presenting herself. You know how you know the whole thing about. Um, them saving her from the infected. I think that was still there. Okay. But you know, she became a part of the community, and this, you know, this wasn't like a you know one or two month thing, right? This was like over a year or something like that. Gotcha. Okay. So she had ingratiated herself in the community. She had gained their trust. She, you know, was hanging out with Joel and Tommy and Ellie and everything else, and it was just so. Yeah, it was going to be. They were really going to pull the rug out from money with Al- with uh, Abby there. So, so was it though that she kind of knew, like she was ingratiating herself with the community because she, she knew exactly she what she was do? doing. Oh, she knew okay. exactly what she was doing. Gotcha, gotcha. Huh. Interesting. Um, yeah. Huh. Now, whether whether this was true or not, you know, right? I, I, I don't know. I mean, this didn't this didn't come from from Druckmann, so I don't know. Uh huh. Um, but it made a lot of sense. Right. Huh. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think it's, you know, like we, we talked about before that, you know, there's such an opportunity here for them to play with um, not just the chron- chron- chronology, but um, the the characters themselves and spend the time necessary and, and, and potentially make narrative changes to, because, you know, I think ultimately as a show you it's going to be more effective to be sympathetic towards Abby to understand why she's otherwise then she just becomes like a Negan in Walking Dead where it's just yeah, I did. In, you know Even Jeffrey, I didn't watch Walking Dead I did I did see it. everybody was talking about Negan so I watched yeah. some videos I was like oh man this guy is like <laughs> yeah so, so I mean he just you know and Jeffrey Dean Morgan did a great job I mean I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan but it's also like and and they did more with his character and everything as kind of time went on. But it's like you know you 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 don't just want her to be this this big bad that just kind of comes in and kills this guy that we love, right? Like like right. you know. So there there's got to be um, you you've got to understand why she did it, even if you know you don't like that she did it. Um, and so they they have a real opportunity. And they're, I think they'll do a great job of it, of of giving you, you know, as a viewer, um, a reason not just to, because you don't want to just hate her. You you want to be sad that she did it too, not because she did it to Joel, but because of what it means, you know, that that she got to the point where she she did it in the first place. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to. I mean, you. I want to sympathize with her. Right. I do. I mean, I want her. I want to basically sympathize with her, and you know, even though I know what's going to happen, right. you know, I want to feel like you know her characters. You know, she is important, of course, but you know, I want to have, especially for the people that that don't know the story and don't know what's going to happen. You know, I want them to have like an attachment and a connection with her. Yeah, like a human connection. Right. You know, 
not you know that she's you know yeah so that when that when that finally happens it's like well what do i do right i have this connection to this character i have the connection to this character i have the connection to this character right what what how do i how <laughs> am i supposed to feel right now yeah 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 because i think i think the you know it, obviously there's you know and i look to i don't know if you watch you know kind of secession at all but um well, you know yeah the 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 you know the thing about those those characters they're all awful people but they're people yeah and and where the you know kind of some of the brilliance of that show comes in is you're still able at times to find a a, a human connection to these people that by all accounts are just really fucking terrible um especially in this this last episode so that's what you need. And I don't feel like the game really did that with Abby. I think it was just she was just kind of a the big bad that you then played as. And you're just like, well, why do I like I I have to play as her because I can't get to the parts where I'm playing as the character I do care about until I'm done with this part. Right. Um, and so the show, you know, needs to present her as someone that you care about because like you said, when that finally all comes to a head, you've got to be like, I, I don't really know how I feel. I understand why she kind of did it. And, but I don't, you know, if you just make her out to be this caricature of a villain, it's just not going to work. Yeah. And that's why I think they're going to cast somebody that they're going to cast somebody that everybody likes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like if you cast someone that immediately you're just like, Oh yeah, that person's great. Then, then you've already got the deck kind of stacked and, against the video <laughs> to some degree which is fine which is fine yeah that's why i said i want miss flow <laughs> <laughs> she's gotta start hitting the gym i don't think she got the guns for it right now but oh, she, i found a, found a picture of her i forget how long it was taken ago but she's got maybe she was training for black widow or something like that but she's oh, she's got some guns yeah she yeah. could pull it off <laughs> yeah. i would love it yeah i would love it i think she's she's fantastic um yeah, so so you know, you know this. A lot of the the, the shows on HBO, um, I watch, I enjoy, but it's not like I'm not like all right, well, whatever. Sunday morning, I got to, or sorry, you know, Monday, whatever. Like I got to make sure I watch it. But this was a show I was like, no, I have to watch it. Like it was, yep. and it was nice to kind of feel that way because. You know, there was a time when that was Game of Thrones, and then the last season of Game of Thrones was so fucking terrible that it was just like, ugh. Um, and I like Secession, don't get me wrong, but, you know, I kind of, I, but I more like kind of binged it. Yeah, I like my wife and I watched it at first, and then it was just like, eh. Um, and it definitely got better as it went on, but it was like, it was really kind of cool to, to be kind of back into that feeling of, man, I'm just so excited. This is such a good piece of entertainment that I, I can't wait to see what happens this exactly yeah. exactly it's nice to have that especially with shows like when shows you know start out like that and then just kind of fall off right i mean i know right. the last of us was only one season but you know tell me there wasn't tell me there was a week episode in this season exactly. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you you're crazy right and that's <laughs> the thing i mean like as much as i say like it would have been nice to have a couple more i mean you know there is there's a little thing to be said to you know keep the audience you know wanting more there was not there was not a wasted minute it was just you know it was tight from beginning to end yeah yeah so uh i don't know when the next season's supposed to be i know there's going to be two more at least that's what they've said so far but i i don't know yeah. when 
Uh-huh. It's going to be 2025 at least. Yeah. Yeah. The way that they, the pace that they move. Um, but um, yeah, just, but just fantastic job all around. I mean, a really enjoyable, a really enjoyable season, outstanding performances, um, you know, along the way, um, you know, it's been so great to just watch between, you know, this and then Mandalorian, which I'm really enjoying this season. Um, you know, it's just really fun to watch Pedro Pascal just kind of have th- these kind of roles and um, be able to play these these really cool characters. So, yeah. Speaking of Mandalorian, real quick, that last episode, woohoo! <laughs> yeah, that was pretty badass, man. That, like that there was, was that was great. <laughs> yeah, like like fucking. Um, you know the crimson guard and and uh, um you know the um uh, moff gideon there um, they're coming in with the best guard is like hell yeah yeah <laughs> um uh, yeah giancarlo esposito that guy that guy's amazing like i'd watch him in anything he's so fucking good um but yeah i mean it was like you know for a show and i you know i kind of said on the discord that like i'm fine if it's just like you know Bo Katan and you know <laughs> and, and Jin there basically being like Tango and Cash just like <laughs> bopping around the galaxy like fighting crimes and helping like that that's all it's good enough for me man I'm cool um but I was just when, like in this one I was like wait a minute did I just get Moff Gideon and him say the name Grand Admiral Thrawn within the first three minutes of this yeah, episode yeah what the heck <laughs> yeah it's funny because you know I feel like they're they're doing so much of a better job with the shows than, you know, I mean, I hated Rise of Skywalker, but it's like there's so much more connective tissue pulling in all of the other, the animated stuff. And then when you see like the trailer for Ahsoka or Ahsoka, I don't know how exactly pronounce it, but it's like seeing how they're pulling in all this stuff. And then even this case, like when, you know, Moff Gideon is talking about his, his, his project that you know is like basically to bring Palpatine back, right? Like, I mean, it's yep. heavily implied, and that's you know, and it's like, God, they just do such a better job of kind of all these little, um, you know, kind of little parts. Um, and then, then with the spy ring, you're kind of getting some of that little andor flair of, of, of espionage and stuff. And I mean, it's it's like for a show that originally started out about this outcast Mandalorian and this baby Yoda and, and how they've, you know, seamlessly expanded it to include all of these kind of extended star Wars universe characters in a way that we actually like care about them and are interested in seeing what they do next. It's just been fucking just so much fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to have a story that, that they stick to instead of, you know, like I felt like, you know, Force Awakens, you know, led in The Last Jedi, you know, that's fine. Right. But then, you know, I think they were too focused on, you know, people's reaction to The Last Jedi to just go ahead with what they had originally planned. Right. And they just kind of stepped back and, and said, right. well, instead of doing this, let's do this. It's like, right. probably if you would have stuck with it. it yeah. <laughs> and now I th- it's almost like you feel like they went, well, that was a mistake. Like what we what we need to do is we need to figure out what is the story we want to tell. What are the characters we want to use? We have this rich, you know, back tapestry of worlds, places, characters, people, you know, across multiple properties that fans love. How do we work all that in? 
and and I feel like they're they're finally realizing that that's the way to be successful, and and they're making use of it, and it's working out like really well. Um, so hopefully, you know, that kind of continues when when I kind of heard about the the stuff that they got going on, um, you know, for the next few movies. I'm like, yeah, that's it, right there. That just keep fucking doing that, and you'll be you'll be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, all right. Well, you know, as always, it's it's so much fun to have you on the show. I, I always appreciate your insight. Um, you know, and and um, and I'm uh, I, I thank you for you know kind of carrying the torch for Last of Us and and uh, uh, you know because I, I'm not sure if I would have watched it to be honest. So appreciate yeah, you. It was too phenomenal to ignore. Exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. Um, so Mitch will be back next episode. Uh, I'm sure we'll have plenty uh, to talk about uh, uh, by that time. So I hope you guys see John Wick four before then. Uh, I <laughs> can get, sure I, I can guarantee that I will not unless it hits oh. video on demand before then because I just don't have it in me to go to the theater for that long. <laughs> oh, well, what are you gonna do? Uh... What are you gonna do next weekend? I mean, you got uh, Evil Dead Rise and uh, Bo is Afraid coming out the same day. Uh, well, from what I read of Bo is Afraid, that's definitely what I'm gonna wait for because it sounds to me from reading reviews of that movie that it was like intentionally supposed to be super cringeworthy because that's the point. And I don't know if I want Evil Dead Rise. I might actually try to, to figure <laughs> out how to go see. So we'll have to see. We'll okay, okay. Remember with, with Bo is afraid. You know, remember I told you guys after I watched Midsummer to you know, rein in your boy Ari. But you know, you didn't do that, and now you have instead of instead of you have like a two and two hour ten minute movie. Now you have a three hour movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely, I give him a lot of credit. He just does. He's just doing what he wants. You know. Hey, so. more power to him. Exactly. Like if you can, you know, shit, man, you should. Do that for as long as the system will allow you to. But yeah, Evil Dead Rise looks fun as hell, so I, I have to try to figure out how to make that happen. But um, yeah, so uh, but whatever it is, you know, we decide to talk about. It. Hopefully, uh, you guys will be here with us. Um, so this has been episode 171 of Valor Werewolves. Thank you so much uh, for myself and Mitch who isn't here and Mike who is again. Mike, thank you for joining us. Um, sure thing. Thank you so much for spending some time with us, and we hope to see you again in the next couple weeks. Or from myself and Mike, thank you again. Good night, and have a good evening. Good night.